Alright, uh, say that again. Say that again. What was that? Repeat that. As far as the plea bargain was never offered to me at all. There's no record at all of no plea bargain that was ever offered to me. None of the lawyers that was that was appointed to me ever offered me a plea bargain. So, and I heard that was ineffective alone. And it's like I had to go to trial. It's like I never even heard any kind of offer on a plea. They never even objected to the the jurors there of letting one black juror be on the jury, huh? No, he never objected. In fact, like I told you, when they said, the whole jury was all white jury, and there was two alternate jurors. After the first day of trial, one of the original jurors called out sick. So now we had to choose between the one black and the one white alternate juror. They called the sidebar, and my my lawyer came back and selected the white juror. And couldn't couldn't even have me with one black juror on the on the jury stand on the on the um jury. And and you know he at that point you know you gotta realize I was at I was at lawyer number five, so the judge was already pissed off at me. The lawyers knew what kind of they 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 labeled me representative because I wasn't confirm to just any any lawyer and what they were trying to do to me. So they just felt like, hey, let's just go and get this guy convicted and get him out of the way. He's a, he's a nuisance and all this and that. They, that. That's how they looked at me. That's how they viewed me. And, and, and what made matters even worse was the fact that I told you that guy, William Tilkey, I met when I first got locked up. <coughs> he convinced me to file a 1983 Bivens action lawsuit against all the government for bringing the charges on me. I went with it because he said he was a paralegal and you know, I, 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 was, I was dumb enough to do it. And what the, what the civil court did was they, they issued a stay on that case pending the outcome of my trial. So after my trial was ended and I got found guilty, then they dismissed that lawsuit. <laughs> Civil court dismissed the lawsuit using that using my guilty verdict as the ground to dismiss it. Yeah, that was that was a really horrible maneuver by the court where they just played you for a sucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on top of off, you know, they got me in a career. It's like everybody looked at my PSI and the points and enhancements that they used to get to the 292 to 365. It's like, how do they do this? Like, uh, I'm in, I'm clearly in the career criminal category, but they never, there's nowhere in my PSI that says I'm careered out, that they put me in the career criminal category. So I don't even know how to fight the, the sentencing enhancement from the door. I, I, because, I, first of all, I didn't know I was a career criminal, but I am sentenced as a career criminal. They did that because they started me at a base offense level 24 by using my two drug convictions in the past in the state, which were third degree offenses. And in my state of New Jersey, 2C-7 something are not able to be used by the federal uh, system for it purposes of enhancement because they're generic and they're not as generic they don't fit the generic class of offenses used to enhance somebody for purposes of career offender but yet I'm sitting here with this career offender sentence 
and that's how they got that sentence out of out of me. And then you know, if you look at my trial, not my trial, my indictment, I was never caught with any guns and found in possession with any of the guns. The reason why they gave me the the felon of a possession on one count was because I was on recording talking to their government witness. And I told them, did anybody ever get back to you about a tech nine that you got from my brother? Yeah, I knew about that gun that he got for my brother, somebody I called to call my brother or referred to as my brother. Even that government witness testified in the deposition that he was unsure if I ever handled the gun. But yet, still, I'm still found convicted of that gun. That was the only reason they used it because they said they, they they gave me the felon in possession because they showed it because they I showed knowledge of that particular gun in the recording. It's 52 guns. How come you didn't charge me with felon in possession of all 52? You used the one statement I used about buying a gun for my brother to give that gun to me as a felon in possession. And I didn't even know that they were going to try to make it as a constructive. Let's call it from a federal prison. The jury instructions was constructive, joint, or actual possession. And I never knew this because I'm like, the whole time before trial, I'm like, how is he going to prove I possess this gun when it's never found on? So now they, they come up with these jury instructions talking about constructive, joint, or actual possession. And they allege that the moment that this guy bought the gun from the store, he was my agent, so the moment he possessed it, I possessed it, it uh, constructively. Even though they say he was in PA buying these guns and I was in New Jersey at the time waiting for him to bring the gun. That's their theory, but I didn't know this until trial. See, they, they pulled out all the tricks on me, and they did the same thing with two other guns. For example, in a recorded conversation, he's mentioning a gun, a Sig Sauer. He, tell, he says he got it from one place, but I specifically remember him telling me he got it from another place, and I reminded him he got it from another place. And that gave them the probable cause to give me possession of that firearm. So that's how I think they got four counts of possession of possession of a firearm, one way or another. That's, that's how they did it. It's like they. You know, like I wasn't even arrested or nothing. I told you, I, I came into court after hiring my lawyer as a, just to make a court appearance and they detained me. And I've been detained and sentenced 30 years ever since that day. All right. I was found, you know, incarcerated. They, they raided me and found me with guns. It's just the government witness got incarcerated. You, I'm not incarcerated. You'll call so back, they, right? You call uh, back, right? It happened. It'll be tomorrow, okay? Because <coughs> this is two calls. They only giving us. Yeah. All right. Where are you going? You headed to the, the doctor or something? <coughs> no, I'm going to the 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 store to go grocery shopping. Okay, man. Enjoy the rest of your day, man. Uh, hoping hope this thing um pans something out, man. Yeah, I'm so. I'm putting you on the podcast as soon as I can. Believe me. Okay, man. Uh, have a good day, man. See you tomorrow. All right? Yeah. All right. And call me as soon as you can again. <laughs>